Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, happy Tuesday morning, everyone out there. It's your boy, Power Recapper Dave Neal, here with all your entertainment news in one place here, coming to you on December 5th. That's right, just 20 short days away from Christmas. We got a lot to get into. I've got Travis and Jason Kelsey, that's right, the brother and uh, uh, significant other of Taylor Swift. And uh, we've got their Christmas music they've been creating. I'll get into that story. Did I did I confuse myself there? That is Taylor Swift's boyfriend and her boyfriend's brother. They're professional football players. We'll get into that. I've got uh, Macaulay Culkin, the original Christmas hero, finally getting his due justice there on the Walk of Fame. And we've got Nick Cannon discussing how much money he spends at Disney. You know all the pressing stories you need uh, for your rush hour ride to work. Big show. Shout out to anyone who heard me on last night's Law Talk with Mike. Uh, Law Talk with Mike is a hit YouTube channel that covers different legal conundrums out there. And of course, several days ago, they actually caught Clayton Eckerd's paternity court case. Of course, it was really an injunction against harassment. He won against one Jane Doe, uh, but he kind of, you know, it's kind of funny to, to see him, I don't know, kind of jump on this train as it's already traveling at full speed. And I had to quickly uh, sort of, uh, thanks to all of your help, uh, catch him up to speed. We got so many comments from people in his chat several nights ago. Hey, you got to get Dave Neal on. You got to get Dave Neal on. He said, who the hell? Is this Dave Neal guy? Well, he's covering the ultra niche topic, which is bachelor court cases. That's right. I've become the legal commentary channel for Bachelor Nation News, Law Talk with Dave Neal. No, but we had a great time talking to Mike from Law Talk with Mike. And if anyone's new here, thanks for checking us out. I do a morning and afternoon rush hour podcast to and fro work with all of your entertainment news that literally nobody asked for. I was made aware that even after... After my conversation with Mike, he was already being, I don't know if you want to call it harassed, but emailed by the Jane Doe from the court case saying, you got your unlawful use of the, the TEDx talk. I mean, one thing after another. I said, tag, you're it, Mike. Now she's on to you. Oh, boy, she's in love. But either way, I mean, it's 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 a uh, not to make light of it. It is wild and fascinating. As I continue to tell this story, and people go, "Wait, what? This is going on?" You better believe it. In other wild news, though, we've got Nick Cannon spending two thousand two hundred thousand dollars a year at Disneyland. He said, "Fatherhood ain't cheap." It's like, yeah, no kidding. You got more kids than a. You literally could put together a football team with all of the kids. How do you know their names? Let alone buy a churro at Disneyland. Have a listen to what he had to say on the Breakfast Club. I'm kind of again. It's I'm all over the damn place, but it's fun. I mean, y'all see my IG. You see me like I'm at I'm at the Grinch Miss one day. I'm over here at you know Candy Cane Lane the other day, and it's really like my kids are having an amazing time. And it's mm -hmm. and it's not to be performative. It's just like yo, this is my life, and mm -hmm. we fucking having a ball. Like you know how much money I spend at Disneyland a year. Uh, we can I imagine. <laughs> I got six, so I, I, I kind of know what. No, the percentage the, of the crazy thing is because I used to host. Christmas morning at Disneyland. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I used to get that Disney bag. Like it was like, and it was, 
they there were perks. So all of that stuff was free. It's no longer free, huh? It's no longer free. How does it work with Nick Cannon? Like your your first six kids get into Disney for free, but kids seven through fourteen have to pay. And I had two kids then, so like to be twelve. So and every birthday, Chris, like I'm literally at Disneyland at least once a month, and to move around Disney, like I probably I'm probably spending. Two hundred thousand dollars a year at Disneyland. Sheesh! Do at Disneyland, yeah, because you got to pay for the chaperone. You got all Nick of that. But first of all, Disneyland is expensive yeah, at, already. Right. Absolutely. on top. Like if you're trying to stay in the hotel, and now it's it's not how it used to be. Like you got to make reservations yep. and Sheesh. stuff like so. To sp- I'm spending two hundred thousand dollars a year at Disneyland. Damn. They need to give you like a membership or something. I used to be an employee. That's what I'm saying. Like I used to. I'm like Mickey. Can you? Hook- yeah, so someone pray for Nick Cannon out there this Christmas season as he spends $200,000. I'd like to see a pie chart of where that money's going. Is it $40,000 is going to turkey legs? How much money is, you know what I mean? Like where, like, like uh, I need, it's, it's one of those conversations where even though he told us a lot, it left more uh, unanswered questions. All right, from Nick Cannon to the man who, I, I tell you what, he would be one of the coolest people I think I could ever meet, and that is Macaulay Culkin, one of my childhood heroes, fending off uh, home intruders, uh, the Sticky Bandits, and now he gets emotional while thanking his fiance at the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony, a living legend, ladies and gentlemen, Macaulay Culkin. Thanks for... Uh for all your kind words and your stories and stuff, um, you know, it's, you made, you made uh, my, my kid's dad, their papa, look good. And, and uh, the most important thing to me is also that their papa understands that he wasn't always his papa. Like, there was, he also used to be a kid too, you know? <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Brenda. You are absolutely everything. Um, uh, you're my champion. You're, you're the only person happier for me today than I am. <laughs> um, you're not only the best woman I've ever known, you're the best person I've ever known. Uh, you've given me just all my purpose. You've given me family. Um, you know, and after the birth of our two boys, you become one of my three favorite people. You're somewhere in there. <laughs> but um, I love you. I love you so much. Um, so, yeah, to, to wrap things up, uh, and in the spirit of the holiday season, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah. Oh, boy, we were waiting for it right there. Thanks. Oh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. All right, how's that for Macaulay Culkin? Let's come back with the Kelsey brothers singing some Christmas music right after this. All right, so we are very familiar at this point that Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs, is dating Taylor Swift, up-and-coming pop musician. Uh, no, again, we're big Swifty fans over here. Well, we have Travis's brother, Jason and Travis, uh, have been collaborating a lot with their podcast. And also, now we find out he's actually got a sort of yearly Christmas tradition that he sings music. I was made aware of this 
real, thanks to my very pregnant wife. Uh, she loves some Christmas music, and she said, you got to listen to this. This is a burly jo- uh, Jason Kelsey singing White Christmas, but the high notes come from Jordan Melata, who I guess is also on the offensive line. So as you listen to this, just imagine this song being sung by burly, burly, strong, six foot five, 300-pound men. Have a listen. Oh, that's it, folks. So that's the clip. And then I go, I go, oh my gosh, how good is this music? I didn't want it to end. Talk about hidden talent. These are professional football players, you know? They weren't allowed or afforded the chance to do high school musicals. They were too busy on the football fields. Well, now, so I did a little research. I said, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, where do these singing voices come from? Well, Entertainment Tonight actually has the full story here. This is from a few weeks ago, but I'm just getting my hands on it right now. Have a listen to Travis Kelsey showing off his singing skills. They've got cars, biggest bars, they got rivers of gold. Put the windows right through you, no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broad Street was waiting for me. Looks like Taylor Swift's not the only singer in this relationship. Travis Kelsey's got some chops too. I live life, dog. I live life to the fullest. I try, you know, spread the love. The NFL stars spreading the love in a new Christmas song, a gift for all of us thanks to his brother Jason and the Philadelphia Eagles. Go, Trev. Uh, we're here recording. Right, so this is now Jason on the phone talking to his brother Travis. Again, Travis is with Taylor, uh, maybe not in, you know in the moment, but in spirit. There are this little power football, power pop star uh, relationship, and he's saying, hey, we're recording this Christmas album, and he's trying to help him get involved. I've never wanted to listen to a Christmas album more than hearing the Philadelphia Eagles sing it. The uh, Christmas album, and the, the guys have an idea that maybe uh, you could hop on. Yeah, it's for the Eagles' holiday album, a Philly special Christmas special. It's like two people fighting, but then they really love each other. It kind of works really good for our relationship. Glad you came. It'll be fun. I think it could be a look at the relationship of two brothers and how much you're wrapped up in your family's lives and how much that impacts where you end up in life. The track name, Fairy Tale of Philadelphia, which is Jason and Travis's take on the Pogues Christmas classic, Fairy Tale of New York. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broadway was waiting for me. Jason couldn't help but get emotional while recording their version, probably because the song is, quote, a tale of two brothers whose love for each other withstands the test of time. Do I turn my face away? And dreamed about. <laughs> As for Travis, he kept his emotions in check and didn't fumble one beat. 
They've got cars, biggest bars, they got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you, no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broad Street was waiting for me. All in all, the brothers' final product came together nicely. I'm the sound of the Silver Ages choir all singing Galway Bay. And the bells were ringing out for Christmas Day. Amazing. Unbelievable stuff there. Look, I've never wanted to make my own Christmas album more than I do right now. Can we get it? Are there any music producers out there that can help us make this Christmas album? Now, we might not be able to sing in key, but one thing we're able to do is donate to our Christmas wish list. And today I want to mention our new Christmas wish list members, Martina in Spokane, Washington, and Haley in Las Vegas, Nevada. Martina has a daughter named Emila, three years young, and she had to say this. We're a low-income, bilingual, bicultural family. I'm an immigrant from Hungary and a first-generation college student. I'm in grad school getting my PSYD. in school psychology and working a very part-time job. My husband is disabled and has no income. Every little bit helps around the holidays to give our little one a great Christmas. And we're going to share the Amazon wish list there for Martina. If you want to help out Martina, click the link in the description and help donate to these amazing families. And again, Haley uh, from Las Vegas has a son named Jackson, seven. She says, hello, I'm Haley and my children are Jackson and Kylie. We have had an unusual, difficult year this year and in many aspects of our life, such as physically, mentally, and financially. My son gets bullied in school because he likes girly things, but he's the sweetest little human ever, and he has been diagnosed with kidney disease and also learning to disability. My daughter also has some struggles, mostly behavioral, but she's extremely artistic and she loves performing. So, so good to have you guys share us uh, some intimate details of your family. You know, I always say, you know, we always want to maintain everyone's privacy, but also so just get, just get a little bit of a illustration behind who we're trying to donate to. And I think the important uh, connective tissue we have here is that everyone has something special going on in their life, whether it's artistic or athletic or somewhere in between. They're a good mama's boy or, you know, whatever it might be. We, you know, the I, I mentioned this the other day and it resonated with people. I shared one of the Amazon links and it was for a, a pair of winter gloves that were in the shape of a dinosaur. They were $12, maybe $13. And that's obviously, you know, can be hard-earned money for some and for others that might just have the extra money or maybe the don't have any kids and they want to live vicariously through the giving that they can do, I just I just encourage you, if you're out there, to click on the link in the description and just find, you know, one of these Amazon wish lists that re- resonates with you and buy a couple things on the, on, on the list. It, it'll go directly to a family in need and you'll be donating and, and possibly changing someone's life and possibly filling up their stocking with love. And by stocking, it might be a metaphor for the heart because we put the stocking there on the fireplace and, 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 and try to have these warm and loving vibes. And not everyone has all the privilege to enjoy it so much, but thanks to the collective good that we have in our community, maybe we can take some time to really share that love. Now, I got some more stories to get to. Uh, the next one is a high-flying disaster. Trevor Jacob, a YouTuber who caused a plane crash for views, is sentenced to six months in federal prison. Yeah, you might not know this story, but I'm going to fill you in right after a quick word from our sponsor. 
Santa Barbara County man sentenced to six months in prison for obstructing federal probe into plane crash he posted on YouTube. A YouTube pilot, and by the way, I love I love a little clickbait to get some views, but this guy, I watched the video. So, uh, so if you haven't seen this video, it was absolutely wild. He pretended as if he had some sort of emergency landing and had his parachute ready to go. And anyone who knew aviation was saying, this wasn't an emergency landing. You don't just stall out like that. He didn't even have an emergency parachute. He just so happened to have the the high-end parachute ready to go. He was doing it for a viral stunt is what people said. A YouTuber pilot was sentenced today to six months in federal prison for obstructing a federal investigation by deliberately destroying the wreckage of an airplane that he intentionally crashed in Santa Barbara County to gain online views. Trevor Daniel Jacob 30 of Lumpoc was sentenced by U.S. District Judge John F. Walter. J- Jacob pleaded guilty on June 30th to one count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation. All right, so it looks like what he did was he was he, he, he uh, destroyed the evidence is what it looks like. Jacob is an experienced pilot, skydiver, and former Olympic athlete who had secured a sponsorship from a company that sold various products, including a wallet pursuant to the sponsorship deal. Jacob agreed to promote the company's wallet in a YouTube video that he would post. On November 24th, 2021, Jacob took off in his plane from Lumpoc City Airport on a solo flight pur- purportedly destined for Mammoth Lakes. Jacob did not intend to reach his destination, but instead planned to eject from his aircraft. Wild stuff, folks. Uh, in the weeks following the plane crash, Jacob lied to investigators that he did not know the wreckage location. In fact, on December 10th, 2021, Jacob and a friend flew by helicopter to the wreckage site. There, Jacob used straps to secure the wreckage, which the helicopter lifted and carried to Rancho Sisquoc in Santa Barbara County, where it was loaded onto a trailer attached to Jacob's pickup truck. Jacob drove the wreckage to Lumpoc City Airport and unloaded it in a hangar. He then cut up and destroyed the airplane wreckage and over the course of a few days, deposited the detached parts of the wreckage airport into the trash bins at the airport and elsewhere, which was done with the intent to obstruct federal authorities from investigating the November 24th plane crash. He uploaded the video on December 23rd, 2021, titled, I Crashed My Airplane. Oh, boy. Wild stuff. Hey, look, wild stuff we do out there to get some views. You don't have to crash your airplane. You can just offer good content like my boy Jason Tartik. He titled this post, Name It to Drain It, Feel It to Heal It. Not sure if there's anyone out there that needs to hear that. It's taken me a lifetime to understand. Have a listen. The holidays, end of the year, could be a lot of things. One of the things it could be is a challenge for a lot of people. And I just want to put this out there. If you're going through a challenge, something I have learned, if you want to drain those feelings, you got to name those feelings. So name it to drain it. If you're feeling anger, frustration, loneliness, embarrassment, sadness, whatever that emotion is, you got to name it, own it, step into it, talk about it. And when you name it, you'll feel it. When you name it, you'll drain it. A little piece of advice today. Amazing. Jason Tartik says, name it to drain it. You know, I feel that way too sometimes when I'll see some other comedians maybe doing really well and rather than feel happy for them, I might feel a little bitter or angry and I go, am I putting enough time into my creative arts? Am I putting enough time into doing what I love to do? And sometimes you have to look inward whenever you feel triggered by other things that are going on out there. I think I think we live in a society where we're too worried about preventing the things that trigger us from triggering us. 
and and not looking at why we feel triggered and what we can do to live in a place where we no longer feel triggered because we're taking all the actionable steps we can to make our life the best one possible. Name it to drain it. It rhymes. It must make sense. And we've got future Bachelor star of the 2024 season of The Bachelor, Joey, uh, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I just realized that. Grazi Day? (laughs) Boy, the Italians are going to hate me for this one. How do you pronounce Joey's last name? Either way, he's got a new Bachelor poster. He's wearing a salmon suit, and the tag title that they have at the top says Game, Set, Match. Of course, he's a tennis pro, so we'll have to see if he's serving up any aces in the old community. We are are so, so looking forward to what he has to say and do on his upcoming season of The Bachelor. I mean, he's a real fan favorite. I think folks are really, really going to love what he's got going on. I tell you what, I'm looking forward. I can't believe it how quickly this is coming up. Before we get to Joey's season of The Bachelor, which again premieres uh, January 22nd, we are going to have a January 4th wedding between Golden Bachelor winner Teresa and her man, uh, Gary. And that's going to take place at the La Quinta Resort uh, outside of Palm Springs. They were spotted there today or yesterday, I should say. Uh, who knows what they're doing? Maybe uh, deciding. I tell you what, when I, I, I got to give people credit for planning a wedding. I didn't realize what goes into it. I mean, you could literally spend a day just picking out what type of chair you want. You know, do you want the bamboo ones or the photo? The foldable ones are nice until, you know, your uncle sits too hard after a few Mai Tais and falls through it. But do you, the, you know, these ones squeak and, you know, round tables versus rectangle. Like, oh, what a disaster it is. I tell you what, complicated stuff out there. So for Golden Bachelor to have the chance to have their wedding planned by Bachelor producers, it's like, please, Jesus, take the wheel. Get me through this thing already, right? All right. So anyway, we've pretty much made it to the end here of today's or the morning episode. I'm not too sure what we're going to be working on today. We don't have too many big stories in the Bachelor world, although this Thursday will be the Bachelor in Paradise finale. So I suspect a lot will be going on. I want to thank everybody who checked out my vlog yesterday. We released our gender reveal vlog, of course, announcing we're having a boy. So excited for that. Everyone's like, oh, maybe the kid will have your hair. I can only dream that my kid will have my hair. I mean, imagine that. We can shop for the same hair products. We can we can uh, kind of dress up together in the same flannels and denims and hoodies. Oh, boy. I uh, <laughs> Do I want a child or a clone? I don't really know. All right. Well, we'll be back this afternoon with more content. In the meantime, let's go back to the Kelsey brothers singing fairy tale of Philadelphia. Enjoy this link in the comment section below. If you want to donate to our moms and dads in need, thanks for all your charity this Christmas season, folks. We'll be back this afternoon with more bachelor rush hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple podcasts. And if you didn't, don't join the free Facebook group Dave Neal's community got cash become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal link in the description below and don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at D for upcoming stand-up shows see you tomorrow on the rush